Blog Talk Radio. If uh, one would uh, open up such truth as the truth of God uh, to the people, I do think that he's within his right to stay out of the sight of the people until he has uh, uh, won everything to himself, as the Bible referred for us to it, like this, that uh, he's something like a king looking for a kingdom. And that he go and he uh, visit uh, the people and then he leaves the people and goes away and wait until the time when that he can secure the kingdom. Then he returns to the people that uh, he had made himself uh, manifest. So I think that is a pretty good uh, answer. Well, uh, I can't do anything without consulting my crystal, Let's uh, go inside here. We'll uh, uh, come along. I'll show you. Inside here. Sit right down here. That's it. <laughs> this, uh, this is the same genuine, magic, authentic crystal used by the priests of Isis and Osiris in the days of the pharaohs of Egypt, in which Cleopatra first saw the approach of Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony and, uh, and so on and so on. Now, uh, you... Uh, You'd better close your eyes, my child, for a moment in order to be better in tune with the infinite. It's frustrating when you just can't express yourself. And it's hard to trust enough to undress yourself. Stand exposed and naked in a world full of hatred. Where the sick thoughts of mankind control all the sacred. I pause, take a step back, record all the setbacks. Fast forward towards the stars in the jetpack. My feet might fail me, my heart might ail me. Synagogues of Satan might accuse and jail me. Strip crown nail me. Brimstone hail me. They might defeat the flesh, but they could never ever kill me. They might could feel the music, but could never ever feel me. To the lawyers, to the sheriffs, to the judges, to the debt holders and lawmakers. Fuck you. Sue me. Bill me. That name on that birth certificate, that ain't the real me. The lies can't conceal me. The sunrise and the moon ties and the sky's gonna reveal me. My brain pours water out, my tear ducts to heal me. My law's too beneficent. The message grab a hold to every ear and get whispered in. The waters in the bayous of New Orleans still glistening. The universe is listening. Be careful what you say in it. My grandma told me every bed a nigga make, he lay in it. The church you go to pray in it. The work is on the outside. Staring out the windows is for love songs and house flies.
With your boy Vickens Moscova, you can follow me right now on V I C K E N S M O S C O V A. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, I'm everywhere. I'm on Vine now. We got some really cool videos on and popping. Uh, soon to be on Snapchat and uh, those other cool networks. But um, here we are today. Um, you know, as you guys know, we've been doing the Driving on Energy campaign because hashtag. I love EVs, um, hashtag driving on energy, hashtag the movement, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, um, you know, really want to, you know, shout out to Ford and their new Ford Fusion, um, we're definitely driving on energy, uh, loving, you know, the vehicles, a lot of people really loving our looks, uh, shout out to the Hip Hop Press Conference, which we had, uh, last Saturday, which was Amazing! Uh, shout out to Remy. I mean, <laughs> Remy. I was about to say Remy Ma. Now I met Rod Digger, the lyrical queen of hip hop, who was in the building, shutting it down. You know, really helping and talking about how she's really uh, wanting to help the youth and how she is. She actually has a program in Newark, New Jersey where she's helping the children out and teaching them about hip-hop and life and everything. Um, she does a lot. Uh, December 5th, have the show, uh, Conglomerate, Pre- 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 Conglomerate Presents. Uh, Buster Ryman Friends will be at uh, Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, along with Rod Digger, uh, throwing it down. And, uh, you know, hopefully, Lord willing, we will be there before Fusion showing it off again. Um, so shout out to Rod Digger. You can follow her at the Real Rod Digger, um, and, and 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 check her out. Follow her. Check out her new music. Her fan base is very supportive and very great. Um, you know, shout out to SK the General, uh, Juan Super Ears for for hooking it up uh, with the Hip Hop Press Conference, and uh, let's keep it growing. Thank you so much to all the clients, you know, Stefan Brigante, uh, Ford, Arizona T, um, all the people that are working with us um, to really help uh, connect them and build their brands. Uh, we appreciate those checks. <laughs> Let me get my Who Kid on. But um, shout out to Who Kid. Got his show on Sirius XM. Uh, been listening to that. Uh, very entertaining on Saturdays. Uh, one of the best radio shows on XM. But today, and today, you know, we're doing another special episode with the beautiful and talented Jaina Sebastian, 
she's multi-talented and generating a tremendous buzz. Her music has been featured in on Singers Room, All Hip Hop, Your Web, Bossip, Madame Noir, Stupid Dope, Wow, Stupid Dope, <laughs> Ouch Magazine, Jack Thriller, Paper Cup Magazine, etc. She's been on a lot of different things. She's graced the cover of Fashion Con Magazine last December, which I saw, which was very, very nice. Um, last summer, she performed several shows with multi-platinum UK band Caspian. One of them was on MTV on Soundchain with Zane Lowe. On a main stage pyramid at Glass Stony Berry Festival, which had been broadcasted on BBC and Millie's uh, tuned in for another being the historic show at Victoria Park in Lickcaster called Summer Stolstice with 50,000 people attending. The show was filmed and screened at cinemas and will be released on DVD soon. The Sultry Songstress also headlined Baltic Summer Music uh, Summer Festival and released her EP, I Am Free, so look out for that EP. Um, I remember uh, Kanye West was at Glassstone Berry Festival, so that's, that's a pretty huge festival, it's like global. Um, like, I, like we're saying, she recently graced the August cover issue of First Fit Newsletter and is currently available in New Sands and Bookstores. Mrs. Sebastian has been hard at work filming music videos, performing at shows, and taking interviews. She's currently working on her new EP, Love Over Hate, and recently released her new single, Us. So we'll definitely be getting into Us, which is her new song, her new single. But Jane, are you there? How are you doing this morning? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, great, great. So wonderful to be speaking to you again. Um, how is uh, everything over in the UK? Um, yeah, it's been pretty busy here, you know, since we last spoke. Um, you know, it, it's actually great to be on your show again. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, and, yeah, in UK, um, there's a lot happening. I'm also doing a lot of um, fashion shows. You know, <laughs> being on the catwalk and, you know, uh, kind of like adding those things to the music and obviously working on the new EP. <laughs> so it's it's pretty good, pretty busy. That's awesome. Um, what are some uh, fashion brands you're working with or, or shows over there? Um, well, uh, I've been doing a lot of work during um, London Fashion Week. Um, in September, and I was on the catwalk. I was uh, also, you know, doing some modeling shoots with various like UK brands. Um, also, I um, uh, worked with a few designers for like my music videos, like for example, for the latest uh, video for the single Us. Um, I've worked with um, this amazing UK designer, Anna London, and um, and uh, with some amazing gowns. Um, yeah, and just um, I like to kind of like expand into the fashion world in a creative way, um, you know, kind of uh, bring that, you know, different energy into my looks and kind of like, like those looks go with the, uh, see how they go with the music, you know, and it, it kind of it kind of creates like a new vibe. And I think um, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be looking more into um, doing uh, this kind of shows and collaborating with more different designers as well. Oh, beautiful. So if any designers are listening out there, um, especially if you're in the U.K. or uh, England or whatnot, uh, definitely highlight Jaina for that. Um, what are what are the different ty- types of clothes you like to uh, model in? Does it uh, matter or is it anything? Or um, to be honest, um, I'm pretty open in that sense um, because 
um, I see it as another art form, um, and uh, fashion is what it is. And um, it actually allows me, possibly, when I'm modeling, it allows me to wear something completely different than I would usually wear on an everyday basis. And I like to experiment with looks, um, but obviously my style is like sexy chic, <laughs> you know, um, with a bit of um, surrealism sometimes um, when it comes to uh, creative view in my videos and whatnot, or like the stage. But um, genuinely, I'm cool. I, I'm interested in anything, to be honest. You know, just um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm always looking out to collaborate with new designers. So if anybody wants to send um, any opportunities to do that, like we can discuss and and see. <laughs> Awesome, that's awesome, yeah. There's a lot of great designers out there, and they're always looking for um, amazing people like you to, um, to help help push those brands or whatnot and really build. Um, I know you're working, you have the new EP that's uh, coming out. Um, did you produce uh, those tracks yourself as well? Yes, that's right. Um, just like with the previous two, uh, which was um, The Edge of Love and I'm Free, um, it's the same thing with Love Over Hate. Um, I've produced everything. Um, I mixed it down. You know, when I'm in the studio, it's just me engineering myself. Uh, to be honest, I actually prefer it this way because then I can just go all in, you know, without spending time and say, telling someone to press the buttons. Like, why would I? Like, I wouldn't need to do this because I can do it myself and then it's actually faster for me to work um, this way when I'm recording. Um, so, yeah, it's fully self-produced, self-engineered everything um but i have collaborated with um a few producers and artists on some other tracks outside of the ep um last year and this year as well um so but because of the um ep itself the nature of it is pretty personal um and yeah i just like to keep it this way <laughs> with this particular ep awesome let's jump right into us uh that you produce uh, what, can, what can you tell us a little bit about that and, and the feeling behind it and emotion and whatnot? Uh, yes, um, the song "Us" is um, about my view on um, a relationship where you know two people complement each other and uh, they're like partners, they're equals, they um, you know they're stronger together um, than they are all by themselves separately, and they contribute um, to each other's lives and grow with each other um the actual b also has some middle eastern vibes to it as well um just because i you know I, I like this kind of sounds and also at the same time it also shows um again like kind of like the merging of the opposites like the east and the west you know i'm in the song i'm saying that as well so it's kind of like the same thing is when a couple comes together you know they complement each other and if they're different in something you know that might be actually a great thing for the relationship, like they grow and change, evolve with each other. So it's kind of the same thing in the the music reflects that as well. So it has, you know, a bit of like Eastern vibe to it um, at the same time as like the normal kind of like beats, <laughs> you know, in singing. So, um, yeah, um, uh, it's a very inspiring track. <laughs> Definitely. Let's, let's, uh, let's go in, into it right now. We've got Jana Sebastian. Uh, she got her new EP uh, that she's currently working on, Love Over Hate. And uh, this is her new single. Check it out, guys. I know you love it.
Thank you so much. Um, um, I'd say about two days on making the beat, and then in total, you know, I, I write the lyrics pretty quick. So another day, and you know, like in, in together, probably about a week to make the beat, record, write, and <laughs> mix everything together in total. But usually, when I work, um, I kind of like spread uh, those days. Uh, over a period of like a few weeks or something so just to kind of like gain more inspiration and sometimes I make the beat and then I walk away and work on something else and then come back and write the lyrics on top of it so but in total I make music um pretty quick um so <laughs> That's awesome. you know, um I mean, yeah uh... thank you 
Yeah, I haven't been around great producers. Um, I mean, that that's probably helped with that. Um, are you? Uh, do you have any programs right now? Um, are you working with um, uh, any like children or school programs or nonprofits or anything you're working on that you want to shout out? Oh, uh, do you know, it's, it's good you ask me. Um, I have actually worked um, before with a British um, DJ and MC Academy. I was the tutor there um, for the kids. Um, I, we used to go around, like, youth clubs in the U.K., and, you know, uh, it was like a government program uh, that will allow kids, especially kids, like, to help them get off the streets, you know, and show them that music is, you know, something else that they can do, like teaching production and, you know, emceeing and things like that. So we were working with, like, kids with um, learning disabilities as well. So I've done I've done this kind of um, work um, where I'd, like, pop in, you know, with my equipment and, you know, for the group of the kids. And um, I'd, uh, I would be looking into working on that more again. Um, so that's definitely... Uh, something that I love doing, and <laughs> it's um, uh, it's, a, it's a great thing. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely feel it that um, with all those skills, you could um, probably teach a kid, and he'll pay attention to you because of the looks, um, how to really get into that music <laughs> um, and uh, learn and, uh, you know, t- pass on them jewels that you have uh, really, really uh, well. Because um, you could tell, like, based on what you've been doing, um, you know, you're really out here doing your best and, and really making some moves. Um, you got some really great people behind you, which I'm sure helps. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a lot of uh, amazing uh, production and music, um, which is really great, um, that a lot of people that are doing what you are doing cannot do. Um, you know, you're, you're in the fashion world. You're in the music world. Um, and aren't you also a mom, or, or am I mistaken? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I I, wow. I, I, I have a, a daughter. She's seven. Um, so kind of have to juggle it all together uh, with her. A lot of the times I um, have to bring her, you know, to the radio shows with me from, you know, in the studio. I uh, She's in the studio with me, uh, like, watching the record and things like that. She's like... When I'm doing my choreography, I think like whenever I go, like she, I bring her along all the time. Um, so that's my way of juggling things with her. I'm a full-time awesome. mother as well in that sense. So um, have to put in the school times, you know, and PTA, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> wow, wow. Then, um, so you got yeah. a lot of jobs, and, uh, and that one's uh, payment is is probably uh, infinite, and you can't really put a number to it. Um, for the, you know, especially the female youth that are out here, they may or may not have a kid, but they're looking to figure out how to move along in society, um, with or without a, um, a significant other. Um, is there anything you can say to these girls to help them, um, kind of like figure out that they can do what they need to do, um, with or without a mate? Um, because there's a lot of girls out here not only in the industry, but just in life in general, thinking that they um, there's this game that could be played um, with uh, with with guys. I kind of wanted to get into that, being that you were in the industry <laughs> and you know um, how 
illusions can be created to kind of get people to do what you want. Like, how, how did you move past the industry, past the illusions to kind of, like, set what you want real and to kind of create boundaries knowing all the debauchery that goes on? Oh, yes, um, definitely. <laughs> I would say that, you know, it's very important in this life to look for real love and then separate you know, your aspirations, um, you know, because I, I personally, you know, everything that I've achieved, I've done it all by myself. There's no man behind me that has actually <laughs> put in work for me or instead of me, um, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm single as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, but um, the me, and I've learned in the hard way in terms of um, how to build yourself when you don't have some men cheering around or, you know, some men that you would uh, call whenever you, um, you're you stuck with something, you know, that you need to get done. You actually are the only person that is responsible and accountable for everything that you do, and that goes together with your career as well. Like everything, every move that you make, you as a woman um, have to learn uh, this, just just like any other person, to be honest, you know, um, you have to be strong. And the main thing um, is that um, you have to like believe in yourself. Sometimes if you don't have a partner in life um, like that, you'd have to basically get up in the morning every day and motivate yourself and um, uh, try and have a bigger picture, like thinking about why you're doing this. Like, do you know why? you're doing what you're doing, what is your main life purpose, um, and that is separate from your relationship, because the relationship only matters for me personally if there is real love and you know, affection, and you're with that person because you've met that special person, you know, um, so that is separate from, from the career, and there shouldn't be any gameplay, there shouldn't be any illusions in that case. Um, because I think if you, as a woman, want to achieve anything in this world, you know, it's about meritocracy. I support meritocracy, so there shouldn't be any illusions in that sense. Like, so you would achieve as much as you can with putting in hard work and developing your talent and not expecting anything from anyone, but owning, to, owning up to everything that you do. Um, and then, you know, as you do your thing, maybe at some point the right man will come along and you'll be with that person because that will be the time, great time, you know, and great vibes that you'll spend with them, you know, for the love of it. Um, I've had in along the way, you know, I've, had, I've gone through some difficult times, you know, especially like I'm now um, getting my British passport and there was a time when I was going through immigration situation as well and, you know, trying to build my career and, and at that point, there were, like, three men in a row that were saying, oh, I can save you and I can, like, get you, <laughs> you know, get your British passport if you marry me. And I refused because I believe that I didn't love those men, so why would I marry them? Even though they could help me in that sense, somehow it would have made it maybe easier on the surface, but I wouldn't betray myself in that sense. And at the same time, when it comes to British passport, I'd rather... I'd rather deserve it, like work hard to deserve to be British citizen because you have to deserve to be a citizen of any country you come there. You can't just expect it to be handled to you. And there are requirements mm, that are just from you as a human being 
how have you worked, what have you done in this country, how much have you put in. So I had to personally, you know, take down um, these kind of situations, which would have made me not respect myself in that sense. And I've had to learn to stand on my own, you know, as a woman, or, you know, if I was a man, it would have been the same thing. So always, I think, like, the best thing I can say is whether you have a man or you don't have a man, you know, um, just 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 focus on something that you really love doing and um, and uh, know why you're doing it. If you don't know why you're doing it, then it's best to give, to give up and move on to something that you're passionate about. And don't expect um, anything from the man. Just work on it. And um, as you work on it, you get better and better and master it. And uh, as you master it, um, especially in the... Some careers, for example, like music production, there's not many women, uh, still mostly men. Um, but if you're really good, no one will ever say anything to you because you, you, you'll just, you know, your greatness will speak for itself. So always always put in, you know, um, hard work and it's up to the merit, especially, you know, in in these countries, you know, in the West, like we can, you can achieve anything. <laughs> That's really great advice, and like you're saying, that that's not uh, just for females; it's also for males. Because even myself, um, going through this industry, it's like, um, mm-hmm. you know, dating in this new age, uh, and just even getting a job, people search you online. So if people see mm-hmm. things about you online, and they they ha- they they have a different idea of what it may be, um, based on media and TV and what what they've learned, um. I mean, it goes both ways. It could be good or bad, but um, it 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 gets kind of difficult to create real relationships um that aren't about somebody needing or wanting something that they think or think you know that you have. Um, do you think it gets yes. more difficult as one achieves more success, or is there a way to make it get easier? Um, yes, I, I think definitely the more you achieve yourself, the more people can see that you can um that you possess something um that can be beneficial to them. So there is even like when, when dating is the same thing because you have to weed out other people that are there just because of what they've seen, what you've done and therefore they can see that maybe you can bring something to the table for them. So they're not there for you as a person. They're not there for you as a human, you know, or as, you know, they don't respect your personality. They're just there as long as you are succeeding. They won't be there when you, uh, if something happens, you know, anything can happen in life. And we have ups and downs. Um, I've had personally in my life as well situations where, you know, I'll be on top and then, Something happens, you know, or when I moved to UK, you know, I had to start everything from scratch, and there's been different things. And I've seen personally how people, they, they'll, there'll be a lot of shallow people around when you're doing great, a few great people that will be there for you through thick and thin, and it's very important to see that. And uh, especially when you meet new people, you have to be very wary of that because um, you're right, you said that a lot of it is done online, and people look up. You know, they can look up information on you online and make up their own decisions. And they kind of get the um, the character, the portrait 
um, in their head of who you are and what you might do for them, possibly. So it takes some time to kind of analyze everyone and be careful so that you know that any person that you meet is is, is actually real, is, is a real friend or is a real uh, person that you can date if you're looking for someone. Um, and uh, they're there for you, like looking at your um, character traits and, you know, they're, there's real attraction there rather than, you know, something else. Uh, and the further you go, yeah, the more you have, uh, you know, the more positive you have and the more negative you have. <laughs> it's like it's a both on the scale. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, yeah, um, it's especially because it's like very quick and fast these days and people are used to Tinder and, you know, this speed dating and, you know, speed everything, like <laughs> speed relationships. <laughs> you know, uh, you ha- it's, it, it's kind of, you have to like literally scan people really quickly to see like why they're there um, to be uh, to make sure you don't let in the wrong people in your life too quickly because uh, there's you know there's more people in the world than it has ever been today and you meet a lot of them and um, it's very fast and you have to know what's um, what's what's there and um, but I, I'd say also that it's important to kind of like treat people the same way you don't want to be treated. So, so for example, just because some people might be playing games with you, that doesn't mean that you should be playing games with them, you know. So, um, because integrity and reputation is everything in the long run, um, especially if you are looking to have longevity um, in this world, you know, and in this business, it's best to be straightforward you know, straight to the point and not play no games. And, you know, that goes to, um, as well, like, <laughs> or women, <laughs> you know, out there as my advice as well, because 10 years okay. down the line, you never know who you may meet, <laughs> you know? Women out here that are like, uh, they just they just go on, they create a situation where they could go on dates to get fed um, month, like, every day by different guys. And, you know, it's not just with that, you know, they're, they're out here looking for guys to basically pay their rent. Um, then there's wow. people that <laughs> in the industry that want you to help them build their basically, career. They're both of this. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy out they, here. They I want mean, the guys to pay for their career. <laughs> basically, they they want sponsors. Um, <laughs> you know, but they're not. They did you know some of the things that even you know you're doing or other people. You know, maybe they'd be where they want to be instead of uh, somewhere where they don't want to be. But we're all working towards where we want to be. Um, and even the people you see on TV or magazines or whatever, we're all, like, you know, working to figure out what we want in life. And to achieve our dreams and goals, yeah. just some of us are willing to go after it and some are kind of scared. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this guy's out here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. What is what is it? <laughs> oh, no, I was gonna say this guy's uh, no, doing the say... but the women are crazy too. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah. What I was gonna say is that um, I think you know, obviously, we it depends on the part of the world, like in the states and in Canada, countries like UK um, and U- European countries. Um, basically, women and men have equal rights. Like, I don't know what some people have to say about this, but 
there's nothing in the law that doesn't allow women to earn as much as men if they want to. If they work as hard, it's the same job and you know the same position that they apply for, there's nothing in the law that would not allow them to achieve the same thing as a man. A woman can be a president, she can be a prime minister. So it's actually, I, I find it degrading for a woman to accept the situation that she doesn't feel she's good enough to actually work hard for something and rather be fed by sponsors because that means she's admitting to herself she's nothing better than that. She's only selling her looks. She's not capable of anything that those men that are sponsoring her. She's not capable. She's not as capable as them. She doesn't have their brain or she, what is it? She doesn't have their capacity. Why those men that see her, they get the money from somewhere. They, they earn that money. They work and they have... They use their talents, so why does this woman think that she's not good enough to, uh, to, to pursue the same thing and make the same amount of money? And that is quite mm-hmm. degrading for women to think this way, for them um, specifically, because uh, we don't live yeah, in a place you. where they can't have the opportunities. <laughs> they should yeah. go out and get uh. the same thing. We don't live in, um, I don't know, like in some rural Indian village. <laughs> You know, where women are not allowed to go out and have a job, they, they should stay in the kitchen. So, so that, that's why um, I would say that, you know, especially, you know, I've worked with a lot of men, you know, like I've worked in places where there will be only men, you know, and I've seen that it's just possible, you, as long as you do the same job, you, you, you're going to earn, so why would you want to be fed? You're not a baby, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so... You know, it's it's very important. Yeah, and the fact is also is that looks they go. You know, women who are doing this, they don't realize that their looks will go. You know, and as they age, if they if, if the looks uh, is everything that they rely on uh, to get something out of men, they don't even love. Then you know, as the time goes by, they'll have nothing left for themselves because they'll be fed less and less. And by the time they're forty, they're gonna be. You know, left with nothing because they'll have nothing, no work that they have put in, and um, you know, there's, there'll be less and less men willing to to pay for them. But you know, I I think it's disgusting. <laughs> it is. I've actually you know? uh, been in an abusive relationship um, about concerning that, um, and I was actually on um, Hot 97 uh, with Lisa Evers, Street Soldiers, recently talking about that how the industry is creating, like, really dangerous women that just want to fight all the time, and that's what they see, and then it translates to, like, real life and these little girls fighting in schools or whatnot. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, 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 I don't necessarily think these, girl, these women are uh, kind of, like, feeling they're less. It, they kind of, it, may, it makes them feel more because we live in such a patriarchal society that doesn't really, like you were saying, you know, might hold women back at certain points, that they feel that they have to do something like this just to be equal to men, which it actually doesn't make them equal, like you were saying. It makes them less. Um, But the society that we watch on TV perpetuates it when we see women, you know, basically selling their souls to... It's not just... And there could be negative men out there taking advantage but then the good guys that are out there that just want, you know, the good relationships, it's like they can't have that 
unless they become the fakeness that is perpetuated, you know? And it could be easily, yeah. an illusion can be easily created, too, if, if you know, so. Yeah, I mean, and it also, it also, you know, possibly ruins, you know, some good man's perspective on women if, you know, those men meet this type of women um, and get abused by them, then they can't trust women very easily again. So when they meet a, a new girl who's really, you know, who's really honest and doesn't expect them to do things, they'll be wary of that, you know. But the thing is, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I personally think that in UK or US, you know, in countries like that, there's literally nothing that stops women from achieving the same thing. You know, if they choose to go on TV and fight uh, instead of going on TV and, you know, be on TV because they've done something amazing, like they've done a scientific research or they are running a political campaign, you know, they're running for president or something like that, then that's those women's choices. They're shown on TV doing fighting because that's what they chose. They didn't choose a career, a different career, or do something else. If they chose, I don't know, to create a new app that would take over the world, right, and they'll be on TV because of that, because they're the new, um, I don't know, they like they they've created a new Google or something. They're like the new Larry Page, you know. <laughs> you know, they'll be on TV for that. Because if you're if you're doing something significant, if you're doing something newsworthy, newsworthy could be anything. It could be fighting or it could be doing something significant. So so it's 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 it's, it's the women's choices that lead them to certain actions. Um, so it's like and, and some other things could be more like, for example, it's easier to get on TV to be on a reality show to just fight than to get on a reality TV where you're promoting your work um, because you have to be way more creative and you actually have to have some work to show for it to be on TV, right? But it's easier to go in there and just, you know, smash windows, I don't know, like fight with other girls because people will be stuck to the TV anyway. That's just standard kind of scripted situation. But to be on TV for your work, you have to have, like, a great song, or you know, you have to be great at something. So, so that's the thing. You know, it's, I think it's just, you know, it's, it's the choices. It's the same thing with music production. You know, I've met a lot of women that actually expect like people around them, you know, to uh, to help them, you know, with their careers and things like that. They never think about getting getting up there and learning how to make beats. You know, even though, like, I suggested, you know, to help them out and things like that, because it's too technical, it's too hard, you know, um, you know, and I've worked with a lot of men, like, literally every single one will be asking me to uh, to co-produce or to help them out or to do something with them. They'll be interested, you know, because some, some things just require, like, hard work, and um, they require a lot of hours and days and months to put in. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, in the law, it says there's nothing, it says we're all equal, <laughs> and 